Daniel, um, as a temporary resident, I can say welcome to Darwin. Thank you, it's good to be here. By the way, I'm just using this for notes. It's yep. not, I probably won't use the audio. Uh, I see. So, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, not your first time in Darwin. Uh, how was it and how did it compare to coming up before other other visits to Darwin? Um, it was great. It was my third time coming here, mm. my first time driving. So that was a whole new experience. Uh, coming all the way from South Coast New South Wales up through Alice Springs, seeing the country change, seeing yeah. the, feeling the air get wetter and hotter. Um, it's great to be here. The show's really good. I mean, it's always, all you can really ask for is for a few more people to turn up and listen every time. Yeah. And that's what's happened. The first time I came here, there's probably 30 people in the crowd and then last time there was 100 and this time there was two sold out nights which is unbelievable. Yeah, so you did two sold out nights in Darwin, 450 people and then you had three gigs, was it, in, in Alice, Alice Springs? Springs? Yeah. How does that go with the, the economics of coming so far for doing five shows? Um, when they sell out, it goes very well. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, you can do the maths on 450 tickets at 25 bucks. Uh, and yeah, it, it does make it feel worthwhile. It would suck to drive all the way and play for 30 people again. So, yeah, yeah pretty thankful that it worked out. So we can expect you back in the Northern Territory at some stage? That's, we were just talking today about... Every, every morning after the show, I talked to my agent about um, the, the plan for the next time coming back to a town and time frame and venue-wise, and we are talking about that today. So I think maybe February next year might be, might be the one. So you've got a bit of a groundswell of support. There's a lot of people who are following your music now. You do a fair bit of work in your social media to sort of uh, cultivate your following, don't you? Mm -hmm. is, that, is that something that you do just off your own bat? Do you get guidance from a manager or, or like an agent or whatever? Or um, what's, the, what's the impetus for it? It's just something that, yeah, that I do. Um, mm because it, it turned, it seemed to be the only thing that really worked well. Mm. And so once I really saw that it was working and people were coming because of it and connecting to the music and then mm. following me from then on, it just seemed like the common sense thing to, to do. I mean, when I started touring, people were still doing things like, you know, paying 500 bucks to get a picture in the street press or the mm. local paper and things like that. that and you never really knew if it was working or, or, or not. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, the social media thing just seems to be a great way to connect with people. And then once you connect with them, they're kind of following you year round and therefore they're seeing, you know, where you're touring and mm. um, when you're coming back and looking forward to that as well. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a, a cool thing for an independent artist. Now last year we had a real explosion of artists putting themselves out there for doing recorded sessions or live uh, streaming sessions, which you can then watch later. I didn't realize this afternoon, actually, that you're still doing yours and you're up to, what, 250? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 250 is the next one, so I've got to decide when to do it. And um, it, was, it was a good, it was good fun for me because it was obviously a weird period just from, from touring for 12 years to just coming off and having no shows. Mm. It was, it was quite strange for me and so just mentally it was good to just have something to do every day and to use the voice again to play some songs mm. to connect with with the people who are following me you know from, from all around the world um, and I just figured I had no idea it would be that long or this long 
and I just figured I'd keep doing it and, and will keep doing it, you know, probably sporadically from now on now that the touring's back a little bit. Did you find that you were tapping into a lot of new followers who are hungry for seeing something different because they're maybe in lockdown looking for something new to see? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if there were that many new people discovering mm. through it, but I think it was definitely um, strengthening sort of, you know, yeah. the fan base and, and people really appreciating it, particularly overseas who were in pretty harsh lockdowns and yeah. um, you know probably won't get a lot of live music for a while still yeah. um, and it was kind of a cool little community too like you'd see a lot of similar names pop up every day and kind of feel like you get to know them a bit and even they'd have conversations between each other in the comment section and mm. they sort of got to know each other a bit and yeah it was, it was just a cool cool thing we better mention the c word um, you know coronavirus has really changed the landscape if you want to use that sort of word for for musicians we're here in january 2021 and you talked a little bit on stage the other night about the sort of decisions you had to face last year contrast for me if you can january 2021 versus january 2020 and what followed on um very different so this time last year i was touring america and it was probably mid-tour i actually think i saw a post today from a year ago that was mid-tour and that was my first one over there that was selling out every night. And that, that had been like five years in the making and it was a very good feeling. Um, towards the end of that tour was when more coronavirus information was coming in and, and the state started to get a bit crazy. And so I finished that tour and went to Hawaii for a while and then back to Australia. Um, yeah, I certainly had no idea. Obviously no one had any idea and mm. couldn't predict that. I feel like now, now I'm feeling very positive I mean obviously I won't be able to go overseas for quite a while but mm. I feel like in Australia we're very lucky and as long as we're cautious I think this year can be a can be a good year for, for music mm. are you in touch with people say back in Tennessee in that area and how are your sort of contemporaries dealing with music how are they getting out and is there any music to get out and do I think it's pretty tough I mean the weird thing for me from you know being here in Australia the strange thing is that their restrictions at the moment are about the same as ours in New South Wales okay which is crazy because they're Madness. they're just yeah. got rampant cases um, yeah. so weirdly enough a lot of them are playing shows mm. whether they should be is, is another question um, but yeah I mean they're doing it tough like obviously not just the coronavirus the whole political situation and everything else going on in the US um, I'm certainly feeling for them and, and feeling thankful for not being there at the moment. So you did the shows up here in Alice Springs, Darwin. Actually, while we're on the subject, I just should have, should ask um, your support act, uh, um, Crystal Robbins. You knew mm. her before you came here, did you? I didn't know her. No, I actually. Um, she reached out a few weeks ago, and my friend Danny, who I know, he's a sound guy. I know through different artists. He'd produced a song from her recently called Wildfire. Mm. And I actually saw that, like, Danny sent it to me a few days earlier and we, we were listening to it on the car on the way out of Adelaide. Mm. And then she reached out and said, yeah, do you want me to play some tunes? And so I thought that would be a great fit, and I think it was. Fantastic. And where to next on this trip? Um, back south. Mm -hmm. So Litchfield tomorrow, and then gunning it to Uluru because we didn't get to visit on the way out. And then down to Port Lincoln is the next show. Port Lincoln, South Australia. Mm -hmm. And then two nights in Adelaide, uh, Victor Harbour and Aldinga. 
and then across to Victoria for lots of shows. Yeah, looking forward. And you're saying you had to bump a lot of uh, gigs, like re reschedule a couple of times because of different situations in different places. Yeah, I think I think most gigs now have been postponed three times, most, yeah. mostly. Um, I mean, even the other week we had to postpone the Wollongong Blue Mountain Sydney gigs because of the, the recent thing. Um, but, you know, again, you've kind of got to look at the rest of the world and think like we're pretty lucky to be able to do anything. So yeah. postponing a gig is not really a big deal. And eventually, as we saw last night, we get around to, to playing it and tick it off. And, and yeah, to, to be able to move around the country playing music is a pretty cool thing. Fair enough. Well, I'd like to say I look forward to seeing you back here, but God knows where I'll be next time yeah. I run into you. I'll see you somewhere. So maybe see you in Perth, Adelaide, or, you know, whoever, wherever. Mm -hmm. So um, best of luck for the future, Daniel, and I'll see you down the road. Thank you as always, Bill. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So please. Yeah, I'll just... Um, I've learnt now, save and then send them to myself immediately, just that in case. Like um, what are we at? 20, Okay, and 